Welcome to MoCast, the podcast about World of Warcraft community figures and their stories. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to follow us to be the first to get notified on new episodes. And if you want to check out the video version, visit youtube.com slash marcellianonline. New episodes come out every Monday at 9am PST or 6pm CET. Hello, everybody, to the fifth <laughs> episode of MoCast, the podcast beyond World of Warcraft. Beyond. And uh, today I will be your host, Flame, with Marcelian. And uh, well, that's not important. I mean, of course, we're here. But what's more important is the dude that you saw in the thumbnail and the title already. Um, two years ago, I called him the combat rogue who didn't give up. It's more to that, actually. You're gonna find out in this episode. So, without further ado, let's give it up for Mr. Dalaran Gaming. Welcome back, boys. How's it going? Welcome to another insane podcast, boys. <laughs> well, uh, it's been it's been a fun ride so far, and we're super happy to to have you, my man. I know um, we talked before actually recording. We had a similar thing two years ago. It was pretty fun, but this time around, it's gonna be much more. Should I call it exposed? Is that is that safer? I, I thought you were gonna go with organized, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be more transparent, right? No. All right. Mm -hmm. Clothes clo clo are gonna be flying off, boys. <laughs> I see it going. Yeah, you better watch out. <laughs> All right, guys. So, Dal, um, let's just um, get a little bit into uh, what it is that you do. What, uh, what what what? Who is Dalaran Gaming today? Ooh, so who is Dalaran Gaming? He is the dude that hasn't ran out of words to use for the 5521 duels names. <laughs> That's so true. I mean, from the words insane to amazing to spectacular. Good thing there's a thesaurus out there and you don't have to pay for it. So I can keep coming up with adjectives. But no, I do 5521 duels. That's one of the things that I do regularly. But also I started originally as just rogue-specific updates. And then it's just somewhere transition to just other class updates and in general some rogue pvp stuff focus some rogue pve focus class updates shadowland stuff while that's happening uh and the fire fire when duels and a mix of things in between mostly all having to do with wow though so that's 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 dalaran all right thank you so much so guys you should definitely check uh, check out Dalaran's content, uh, especially now. He's known for the 5v5 duels. I mean, people flock to that all the time. His live streams, you should check him out on youtube.com slash Gaming or by the original name, because this is what I found out. Hope that's okay. YouTube.com slash SandboxGaming7. I mean, mm -hmm. what does that name stand for? What, what did you think about when getting that Sandbox Gaming name? So this is actually a stolen YouTube account. So what? originally it was me and my twin, another guy that looks like this dude. Uh, we started doing, or he started doing Halo Machinima series. It's kind of like ah, WoW Machinima, but yeah, instead that of was Halo. was popular back in the day, yeah. Back in the day, it was the rave. And yeah. that was the first time we had an Xbox with 60, uh, one game, Halo on it. Uh, <laughs> it was I mean, we, we basically just moved out of Russia to NA, and it was like, oh my God, Halo is a thing. So he really got into the whole machinima aspect, and he started making the channel. And th this channel was Sandbox Gaming 7. The first one was Sandbox Machinima. This one is the uh -huh. gaming portion. It's supposed to be the, the same guys behind the machinima, just playing right. some games. 
and at some point I just thought to myself, you know what? He, he, he did something to me, and I was just like, you know what? I, I, I'm just going to take it. I'm just going to change the password. And I just <laughs> had it. Uh, and then from there I decided, you know what? Let's just actually do something with it. And back in high school started, and here we are. Here we are after a couple of, I don't know, maybe some rock years. We'll, we'll get we'll get into the whole history of uh, how it all worked out. But it's good to say that it was all in the family. So, you know, sandbox mm -hmm, gaming, mm -hmm. there's no problem. I know about your brother. I think at some point he also did some content. I don't know if he's still that active. He used to do... Oh. So, he has a different uh, channel. It used to be Final Fantasy and yes. every other MMO besides WoW. Yeah. And nowadays, he hangs out as an anime cat girl inside of VR chat, but it's pretty successful. <laughs> to tell you how successful, he literally sells body pillows of his character on them. Wow. The front and the... I'm not even joking. That sounds I am like a not even joking. <laughs> uh, it, so far, so good. Uh, but so, if it doesn't work out, man. It, yeah, yeah. Exactly, just, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just get yourself a vibe and make yourself a cat girl avatar and go ham. Just go nuts from there. <laughs> that's that that's absolutely beautiful. But hey man, I want to first off congratulate you on your twenty five hundred in twos. Now mm -hmm. was that on Outlaw? Please tell me it was on Outlaw. I recorded every single one of those oh, games. Oh god, single that's one amazing. did I switch to sub or SS and <laughs> That was the, that was probably the best part. Look, to be fair, this season is highly inflated, so maybe my normal CR wouldn't be this high. But yes, twenty five hundred is out in twos. It's a beautiful it's thing, a... and it, it's that's all I'm gonna say. Did I say he was the? I'm still gonna call it combat. The combat rogue who never gave up. How many goddamn outlaw rogues do you see on the ladder on that rating? I mean, Dal never on gave that up. Rating? No, at 2200, there's like two, but <laughs> See? that's that. Yeah. See? <laughs> that's actually really, really impressive, uh, dude. And uh, I have to say, I have devoured your 5v1, uh, 5v5, 1v1 duels. Dude, dude that's one of the most entertaining pvp stuff i have ever seen and <laughs> you know, i love it when uh, when you showcase one of the you know the more underdog specs especially one that i'm actually getting into it's like oh that spec is wrecking in duels i want to see that well, that's pretty <laughs> yeah, cool that's, that's my favorite if somebody brings in a spec that's not that good or is generally not the meta those are the fun ones to watch especially if yeah. they're doing even like a little bit good like three kills in a row it's not a 1v5 but how does it feel good to watch that? Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty good. It's amazing. The scene demo locks. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm a huge fan. Demo in uh, Shadowlands, by the way, looking. Wow. Oh really? So good in right PvP? Now. Oh shit. I remember well, it was. Well, for me, it's more generally PVE, but I could see how it can translate into PvP. Uh, all right. They're just much better in general. Oh, that's that's good. I was about I was about to ask you because I, I really want to know this. We also dabble a little bit into class stuff, and I get constant uh, messages, and we get constant comments on YouTube about, oh, when do we get old combat? Oh, new outlaw sucks. Do do you miss the old combat role, or do you find outlaw now being more entertaining? Mm, I, I remember when I first saw that they're changing combat to outlaw and i was peeved i was not happy i was like who wants to be a criminal i'd rather be my good old combat rogue but after trying out the playstyle, i think it was legion beta with roll the bones and the between the eyes i was like you know this could be quite good i like the cooldown reduction i thought it was there's definitely something to it so and then I, I couldn't see myself go back to combat at this point it's all outlaw and 
what they're doing with it in Shadowlands, oh my god, is it good. I'm actually a huge fan. Everybody should check it out. If you tried Outlaw and you didn't like the RNG, definitely check it out. Come Shadowlands pre-patch or something along those lines. I think you're going to like it a lot more. But, but, but Dal, but what about mm-hmm. Worlds of Draenor Combat, man? What, what, do you remember that? Do you remember the 8th second kidney? The 10th second kidney? 12 second kidney shot yeah, with red know. buff killing spree. I mean, there it is. Oh, no. oh no, 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 no. So you, was... you, you have to know this uh, flame. So now we're talking about assassination being the meta all around, but back in what? Until the nerfs. Combat Rogue was the shit. Like, you could not escape that. Like, he's, like Dal said it. You know, the, the 12 second. Oh, was Jesus. it 12 or 10 second that sounds, Whichever one, that sounds incredible. It was the long. biggest stun ever, plus the red buff with Killing Spree. That's it. Beautiful times. Beautiful times. And you remember, we used to have um, what Faint, Spammable, and it also increased the yep. movement speed. Do you remember that? What? Like you press faint. faint I think it was burst of speed. Burst of speed. Burst of that speed. one was spammable. Burst yeah. So you just ran. You ran flags all day. That's yeah. where I quit RBGs, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm drawing parallels here to uh, to be a, to BFA because I've started playing PvP a little bit more at the pen, end of Legion. Uh, I was mostly doing mm-hmm. PVE, and I, I would imagine the damage profile might have been a little bit different. I, I dabbled in a couple of uh, arenas in WAD, but uh, as a as a red mostly. What a shock! Fun. He played red. Yeah, it was because the the UI told me what button to press. Whenever it was Shen, he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna press that. Oh, I'm gonna <laughs> press that one." And that was that was pretty cool. But twelve second, ten, even ten second. Wow, it was it was nice. that was a good time. I love playing, and as as stupid as it was, it was so much fun to play. It was basically sort of like the the havoc DH uh, we have nowadays. It was not complicated to play, <laughs> but you know, um, I gotta ask you, Dal. So. Uh, oof, it's, 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 since, since we, oh god damn, I forgot to turn off my phone, no, sorry. Now. I'm sorry. Um, like now, after, you know, we're, we're getting pretty close to the ending of BFA and, and stuff, and I, I wanted to ask you, man, what, what do you think was the best thing about BFA? Okay, um, <laughs> so I'm somebody who kind of, I don't, I don't want to say defends BFA, but I don't toss it out, toss the baby out with the bathwater on it. I think some of the best stuff that was are some of the new things that Blizzard tried. Uh, 8.2 was one of the best patches. Najatar was an awesome zone. Oh, Ajara, it's a boss. Just the setup for it was, re- the fight was super annoying to do, but the setup for like the, the voice acting and all that, it's amazing. I guess seeing the Zoth in some way or another was really, really cool. I think the fact that they tried a bunch of new things, as, as bad as Corruptions ended up being, uh, I think majority of us can agree it's just too much. Yeah. It was really cool concepts, really cool ideas, really cool builds, and even Corruptions have allowed specs that are generally not that good to yeah. shine by stacking either crazy amount of mastery, versatility, critical strike, or if you're just gushing one fiend in PvP, like anybody can actually be like competitive because you know subscriptions do most of the things for you. I mean, yeah. I guess it can make you competitive, but the ones that I like the most are like the versatility, mastery, critical strike, crit damage, um, all those expedient, the stat ones that really let specs really go ham. Uh, I really like that. Um, and yeah, I don't really, I don't really know what. I think Mythic Plus is also worked on pretty well. This expansion, like some of the seasonal stuff, was really cool. 
additional uh, seasonals. Yeah. And some of the fights, some of the raid fights were really cool. Not all, like Nazoth last raid tier. It's it's it was cool the first time we did it, but now it's like, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's how weird. how do we? It's like the whole idea of how do we defeat the big old god as easily as Neolotha? And it's like at first you're like, you know what? They, they really tried, but then you go to Carapus and you look out at like Nazoth, and it's just like a, a JPEG of him, yeah. sort of like <laughs> in the background. You're like, well, it felt, man, yeah, it felt a bit, uh, yeah. But I agree, I agree. 8.2 was one of their m much better works, I would say. And it went to show that, you know, they realized they kind of messed up with the, the Azerite trace. I'm pretty sure they known much earlier than that. But that was one big ass patch with a lot of shit to do. Uh, Najatar was great. I personally loved Mechagon a whole lot, uh, the dungeons included. And also, I love the essences. It was a cool little idea and cool little fix to what was problematic mm -hmm. with the with the right trade. So now we're on the same on the same fence here, man. I mean, when we when we bash like Blizz or Ian or whatever, it's it usually is because of a you know good motive. But at the same time, whatever stuff is positive, you know, we we underline it. it I mean, it, you can be that fair and I'll, I'll, I'll try to be as much as neutral as you can but it boils down to what what type of fun you have in the expansion so 100 percent. but what what do you think was the worst aspect of bfa if we talked about the best the worst i'd say is the uh, the worst i don't know it's it's you can't i can't really point on what was the worst but i can tell you which parts i really didn't like um sure so you take your pick uh the beginning of BFA. The fact that it there wasn't really not a lot to do besides what is the first raid, PvP season, Mythic Pluses, but like outside of that, there was just I feel like it was just something lacking. And you realize that even Blizzard realizes because of patch 8.1 with the release. Yeah. The most of the majority of that patch was actually the raid, but the raid wasn't until a little later. So 8.1 release was some new islands and uh <laughs> assaults where the gear was already irrelevant for most people. I mean it was nice for alts, but it was like was nothing to do so it yeah. kind of reminded me of a uh, patch uh wad 6.1 the selfie cam so it wasn't as bad as selfie cam because yeah, at least this gave you stuff to do but it was there's just not a lot to do like blizzard had it, it seems like they figured out okay we actually are in a bit of trouble with this expansion 8.2 was a whole another story 8.3 was a whole another story there was a lot to do at the beginning of both of those patches yeah. Yeah. whether you like the content whether you didn't there was still a lot to do so it kept you busy for a long period of time. Um, but the first patch of, you know, the first raid for uh, BFA, there wasn't a lot to do. It just wasn't enough to keep people gripped. And that's the beginning of the expansion. This is the time yeah. you want people farming Azerites, doing islands, doing all these things. And yeah, so that's, so that's one thing I didn't like. Second is just the upper, utter, utter scaling of how insane corruptions are, because <laughs> I know the transition from corruptions into the next expansion is going to be weird oh yeah because we are able to test it right now even in shadowlands beta like make a level 50 character yeah what turns out is my level 50 character has more health than my level 60 character even though the level 60 character is 30 item levels ahead yeah he, my level 50 still has 2000 more health as long as they don't enter the shadowlands and he could do more damage so it's almost like 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's, oh. it's, like, it's, it's just what happens when you have so many of these systems on top of one another: the cloaks, yeah. the necklace, the azurites, and then the 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 corruptions. And the fact that they're not even disabling any of this, which I would prefer if they did. I'd rather start weak, get stronger, not like start strong, go weak, go back up, and then you know should be on the stars. Yeah. So. Yeah, take your pick whichever one of these you don't like. These are the things that I would outline right now as things I'm like peeved about. It's basically the more or less the the thing with the borrowed power because they they kind of tend to do that since Legion. It's a concept they introduced in Legion with the artifact weapons. And they keep on you know making it in 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 every expansion. BFA now Shadowlands. Uh, but you pointed pointed out a, a pretty pretty important aspect, especially at the beginning of BFA. It felt weak, it felt hollow, especially when you got your first Azurite gear, the traits were not the ones you wanted, you couldn't really farm that much for it, it was, uh, it was problematic for sure. And this time around, I know for a fact, now you said that, you know, the level 50 is much more powerful, but I think like the, the corruptions will go away. Um, uh, I don't know if it, if in the pre-patch, but I think there was a post somewhere that well they announced that uh, the corruptions will be dropping. Uh, I don't know about the essences. Though. I think those will remain until you get like a yeah. higher item level uh, necklace yeah. or, or or something. But you know we dropped that, and I think it's pretty much how you exemplified it. Man, we'll be here. <laughs> then we'll drop like you know necklaces, essences, la la la. Then we start getting the covenants, legendaries. <laughs> I think that's the. I think that's how they want to design it we'll we'll just see but overall it should be looking better than bfa i don't know i just how i feel it it's uh it's different we have everything from the get-go so that's a pretty good start oh no in terms of like the feel already it's not even the content it's just the blizzard's response to some of the community feed just the feedback yes the response to blizzard's feedback is what gets me excited about the expansion the most yep not even, the, the conduits and covenants and soul binds all have issues but i'm a huge fan of the customization but even that, I won't put on top. The mugs and the stories and the zones and the amazing uh, art. The art team again carries it. <laughs> oh, bravo, All art time, team. Yes. Whoop, whoop. Amazing, amazing group of people. However many of you, all beautiful yes. inside out. But it's... Even with all these things happening in Shadowlands, I have to really give it to Blizzard in the end because they, their response to the feedback and constant changes for the better, for most parts of Shadowlands as they gone through Alpha and Beta, that's what really gets me excited about the next expansion because the response is completely different than what we've gotten in BFA. Yeah, True. this this all uh, completes like a whole different attitude that they have towards the game, and it's very very reassuring. They're still keeping stubborn towards certain things, but I mean, you know, that's probably always going to be the case. And even BFA, like you said, it and uh, yeah, we we very much agree. It's not as bad as people uh, as people think, as people make it out to be. Those people probably weren't very vocal during WAD to uh, to compare it a little bit more. Um, but taking it a little bit outside of WoW for a second here, uh, you put out, man, you put out a lot of videos, a lot of cool videos. Like, how, how do you do it? How do you do it? How is, how is that? How does that work? How how is your process? So the process, oh, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> I wish I could say there was like some kind of a big brain scheme and schedule. I literally can't run by like some sort of a schedule system. I it's, I mean the five five one one duels, I mean, that's pretty easy. You record the five five one one duels, take the best of the best bits, cut them down if you need to. But for the most part, you keep everything as is. 
I have the music already there. I uh, try to put in the time and the effort during the commentary to try to keep it alive, entertaining, funny, whatever it is. Just have fun with it is the most as fun, uh, most important aspect for me, though. Uh, and then the second part of the video is just coming up with a good idea. And that's usually easy if like Blizzard does updates, right? Shadowlands, this class got updated, that class updated, Legendary Sun, just like, I have all these videos to make, but it's really finding the time to figure out what to do and how to be productive when there isn't just a flurry of updates. It's uh, trying to come up with cool new ideas, cool new things to try, things to talk about, topics. Uh, and in the end, as long as I'm having fun with it and it's something I'm enjoying doing, I just put that out as a video. Uh, I really, it's. I guess at some point maybe it was a little difficult to figure out how I wanted to get things organized, but and so I think more about learning uh, how to work smart and not hard because I don't really feel. Oh, yeah. There's nights when I feel exhausted after, you know, editing until five in the morning. But if it's a project I'm super into, I'll be happy. But basically, whenever I play WoW, I'm always working. Whenever I'm working, I'm also playing WoW. So I'm it's trying to figure out how to have entertainment, but also get serious work done. If I'm doing stuff with guildies, that's potential work. Uh, yeah. If I'm doing stuff with a buddy doing some arenas, that's potential work, potential video in the future works. So it's like I try to think ahead, not too far ahead, because I'm never been a big picture, you know, five years from now, what I want to be doing, but like a couple steps ahead, just to make sure I don't stumble in a pothole type of deal. That's... That is a lot of words that doesn't actually explain exactly what I do, but I <laughs> think at least it gives my mindset of how I go about it. Most of it is just me getting lucky and then being able to wake up early enough in the morning to get some work done. That's really <laughs> that's, what, like, in realistic, that's what it comes down to. <laughs> actually, I, I think you're you're one of the uh, the lucky few that can actually uh, do it a little bit, uh, let's say a little bit more freestyle or more free-spirited. Uh, it feels like uh, we and uh, me as well, personally, I cannot function productively without a, a specific structure because I'm way too lazy. But I do, I do subscribe to the work smart and not hard. That's how you get things done. I mean, you can work hard all day long, but if it doesn't amount to anything, it doesn't really matter. I'm curious about something because uh, <clears throat> the amount of videos you put out is sometimes like ridiculous. Like I always ask myself, how does it do it? Like how much time do you actually work like on recording and editing and then you know making thumbnails and titles and descriptions and tags like how is that like on a daily basis on an average how much do you do that man do you uh, do you sleep <laughs> well i mean you could see how pale i am so i don't go outside so there you go that's a lot of that's a lot of extra time behind the uh, pc <laughs> I do try to get as much sleep as I can. I know my sleep schedule is off, uh, but it's just finding a way to mix having fun, but also working at the same time, I think has helped me with the flow. So as soon as I'm behind the PC, I'm basically working, but it doesn't feel like work. So I don't really know how well to quantify it. Right. Because a lot of it is just me having fun. A lot of me is just messing around and uh, I, I like what I do. And so far it's been good. I just again it's that hard aspect of trying to quantify it because yeah i get it it feels like i found my rhythm where it doesn't really feel like work or it doesn't fully feel like work when it does start to feel like work i'd say it's like when i have a big project and i just got out of a raid it's 12 in the morning and i'm like okay let's get to put this video i could be up until like you know three four five in the morning and i guess there i really do feel like i'm really putting in work um but 
It's yeah. just hmm. it's basically know. your dance. You you just you just develop your own dance, your own moves, and you just go on with the music all the time. It doesn't really feel like, hey man, I have to like put in this amount of hours or such and such. Oh yeah. But uh, one thing that I um I never saw in your videos, or maybe I uh, it slipped. I didn't mm -hmm. ever see you do sponsorships. I am pretty sure a lot of things, companies, weird emails got sent to you with sponsorships. How come you never went into that? Yeah, look at my uh, phone. There, there. I mean, it's not. I don't want to make it sound like, oh my god, I just get sponsorship. Oh, I'm drowning in sponsorship. Raid Shadow like? Legends just cannot stop knocking on my door. <laughs> you know, it's it, there's. I mean, from time to time, like right here, I have uh, afternoon. Before we jump into things, from BTCV Daniel Gaming, or we would like to work with you, Dalrin, our, our collaboration proposal. Uh, I mean, I get. I get, I get them. Like I get, I get the, I get the actual emails. Uh, the the biggest question though is like, do I do a sponsorship? Does anybody care? Like I would love to be sponsored by like Dr Pepper or Papa John's because I consume a hell of a lot of Dr Pepper. And I love some Papa John's. <laughs> that would be dude. super cool. <laughs> like, I'm not. It's easy to take like any little bit of sponsorship. You know, make a quick buck here and there. But it's like, do I care to? throw it at my viewers you know what i mean like yeah, what yeah, i yeah. care right would i actually like would i actually just have a like a visceral reaction to be like i don't care about this and just leave the video and if i feel like that's what i would do i feel like my viewers might end up doing the same a lot of them are a lot nicer i i i, I don't consider that to be like a comparison to me uh, and viewers, my viewers are so nice, and I'm toxic, dude. I look like a parent. <laughs> I just look like the most toxic person ever. But it's like, because, I mean, when, when it's just like, um, it's just something about that internet anonymity kind of deal, you know what I mean? But like, when you're yeah. watching a YouTube video, like if I'm Dallar and the Rogue, I'm like, oh, that's a nice video. I'll leave a comment for a friend of mine and hit a like or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, but if yeah. you're just me, just chilling, it's your boy, no Dallar and it's just the guy that isn't the guy that runs the show behind Dalaran. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. If I see an ad and it's a video I want to see, or if it's a thing, I just will skip it and I'll just say, mutter some obscenity under uh, my breath or something. <laughs> you, can, you can go ahead with the obscenity, man. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. So, I haven't taken a single sponsorship because I feel like, one, I haven't had to. I haven't been put in that situation. I can completely understand somebody. Like, if you are at a point with YouTube where you do some kind of a content and they are demonetizing. I don't talk much about YouTube stuff, first of all. Usually I keep in lane with WoW, but I know demonetization can hit some people depending on the type <laughs> of content you do. Yep. If somebody takes an ad for, um, what is it? It was um, the shaving thing, Dollar Shave Club, Manscaped. Uh, if you take uh, body pillows, like with my twin, uh, or if you do the, uh, I don't know, if you have to go to Raid Shadow Legends, I know it's a big old meme, but like if you make your money, do your thing. It's just I feel like I haven't been put in that situation where I had to, but also I wouldn't want to unless it's something that I like feel passionate about as well. And I feel like, yes, you can make a quick buck, but <clears throat> staying honest to yourself and honest to your viewers type of deal, I feel like way overrides it. So that's yeah, that's, that's, that's what, hundred. You know, we make, were almost almost this close to do a Raid Shadow Legends sponsor. You know, if you if you do it, if you have to take Raid Shadow Legends, do make your money, do your thing. We dropped everybody it. will un yeah, everybody will understand. I feel like your viewers will understand if you're in that situation. Uh but yeah. 
It was, yeah, I, I mean, I, 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 I can understand some folks who go for it. I just don't understand the big ones. Because I've seen the Raid Shadowlands advert on a couple of big YouTube channels. And like, why? I mean, I know I can understand folks like us who are, you know, maybe getting at some point like we're getting hit by something or there's an apocalypse. And usually those affects the smaller ones more than the big ones. The big ones have other, you know, entities to rely upon. Yeah. Right. But when you have two million subscribers and your videos average for 500 to a million views, 5,500. Why would you do a Red Shadow Hands partnership? Why? I don't understand. <laughs> Why? You greedy. It's fine. We dropped it. it. It's cool. But it's nice to see the mentalities. The, it's actually a healthy mentality you have because it's basically, hey, man, if I don't need to, I don't. I just stick around and, and keep it 100 with, with the viewers. And I'm pretty sure if you will ever do a sponsorship, you have to be something you really love, right? Like Dr. Pepper, which I also love, mm -hmm. and uh, Papa John's or whatever. So that that's super cool, man. I hope you do get a sponsorship by that. Okay. I'll be I the first be one awesome, to, to use I an affiliate link. Because I remember what is a five following one video. I was like, <laughs> I did like a, it's like better, better, better something, better pizza, Papa John's, but I changed it for the duels one time. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I tried to remember exactly what I said. I won't be able to remember at this point. It's all right. But yeah, no, that'd be cool. But <laughs> it, it, on your point of like a channel with 2 million viewers type of deal, like even if they did great Shadow Legends, like, we don't know how long this YouTube gig will last. I'm yeah, just having fun true. with it, and I think a lot of people are too. Um, so if make that money while you can, kind of deal. I completely understand. I completely understand it. Like even if it's a big channel, definitely I'm not gonna judge either one. Even if it's a small channel, big channel, yeah, uh, it's rough yeah. out there, man. After Some people do get demonetized pretty hard. Yeah. Uh, I, again, I don't talk about it, but. My channel has been pretty good so far. My twins channel completely demonetized for the stuff he does. I understand why the wood. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like maybe it's come on. He's just literally running around as an anime category avatar <laughs> and making 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 lewd jokes with friends. It's it's it, weird. It's, it's the weird. game. It's the game. At one point you just have to, you know, play the game uh to uh to to survive. But hopefully, and that's awesome to hear that sometimes you don't. Sometimes you're just good enough and you don't need all of that noise all of that stuff and that's actually pretty cool man so congrats to you for that and uh, you know i mean it's it's going pretty well i meant you're like putting like a lot of content out did you ever think about you know starting a second channel or something like that Ooh, yeah yeah i thought about it i thought maybe at some point even not even doing wow stuff and uh it was way way early uh, there's no way I'd be able to keep up with the second channel. It would be fun, <laughs> but there's no way I'd be able to. Uh, I, it I would end up dropping it pretty quickly. I know for sure. But what about... I'm, I'm kicking this off after we had the talk with uh, Hiru. Uh, Hiru Maredex. Uh, and he he basically... He also he like runs four channels, I think. Oh, really? Said, oh, yeah, four channels, but... He doesn't edit a video on any one of them. He hires editors. You ever thought about uh, that? Well, that'd be kind of cool, actually. Because um, that's quite a bit of time of like actually editing the video, putting it together, yeah. and rendering that would be cut out. No, how, I can't even imagine doing I, oh, would that work? I haven't even thought about it, but what? even the idea of it, I just can't even imagine because I've done everything myself, thumbnails, video editing. Yeah, it's, it's solo. It's a I, super, super 
scary thought. If you yeah. did it yourself for this long, it's like scary. It's like it's your baby, you know, it's your your precious. But it has to mm -hmm. pay off. It has to pay off. It's like it, like I think if you want to consider hiring an editor, it has to be like you know in the in the the purpose of you being able to put out more content or at least develop something fresh or new, you know, and yeah. you know to maybe compensate. Because Hiro did mention that half of his income <laughs> goes to his editors, half. And judging by a very popular Yu-Gi-Oh channel. The WoW channel and a couple of others that are a little bit smaller, but in development, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's a pretty significant amount. So uh, it, it's it's something that I think all content creators could consider at some point. But man, whatever I think about it, like it's really scary. Like, yeah, it's, uh, yeah there's a, a large level of trust that you need to have to be able to yeah. meet friends. Yeah. And I think even more than that, it has to be somebody that really vibes with you, right? Really gets uh, your kind of personality, your kind of style, your kind of videos. And if you do find something like that, that's actually pretty cool. But I feel like that's the kind of person that you can, you know, entrust with like, hey, you know, you can do the 5v5 uh, duels and uh, I'm going to start this other stuff. And that, that thing can turn into something really cool. Yeah, I actually haven't even considered that's... Hmm. Uh, food for thought. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely food for thought. Because I'm trying to, I'm still trying to wrap my head around not really like, you know, the trust, but rather like the amount of time you would have, the amount of time you could save. That's what I'm really. <laughs> it's, it's revealing. Wow. <laughs> Shedding some am light. I, am I, am I, yeah, maybe I'm starting to kind of jive with the idea. <laughs> I, I, would be too weird. I'm someone who, uh, yeah, I, w I wouldn't start doing something like that. You know, literally the next day or anything. Yeah, obviously, it has to be <laughs> but, thought out. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's actually a really good thought. I do wonder how many people have an editor and how how that works for them. I actually I feel like I should ask around now. It's like how do you so how does that work? All that you know, get the details yeah. on it. Yeah. Well, uh, I think uh, one one of the more uh, popular ones, let's say uh, that that worked and still works with with Hero. It's Captain Grimm. I don't know if you heard of him. He does a lot of uh, machinima stuff. Have I heard of Captain Grimm? Are you kidding me, <laughs> yeah. dude? Oh He's my really good. goodness! Yeah. Yeah, I can yeah. watch his videos over and over, and yeah. they're so well put together. Yeah, man. That, I don't play a lot nice. of classic, but they are hilarious. I feel like me and my girl have wa watched through every one of those classic machinimas he's put out since like the release, yeah. and they're still a class. They're going to be a classic for years to come. They're so. So well put together. Yeah, that, that's what I say. A very good editor, Dallas. <laughs> oh yeah. It's uh, and then he he basically uh, he blew up uh, doing doing this stuff and actually getting a little bit of uh, of uh, clout from from Hero as well. But the main sauce was his, like his quality and you know his his delivery and all that. It's just exquisite. It was bound to happen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. All right, man. Uh, you do also a lot of streaming, so folks, you have to follow his channel once again. Dal does a lot of streaming, but he does it on YouTube. Now, I would be curious, why did you choose YouTube over Twitch? So, originally I did stream on Twitch. Uh, and my twin used to stream on YouTube. Now it's like flipped. So now <laughs> he's on Twitch on YouTube. But he was like, uh, he kept telling me I should stream on YouTube, I should try YouTube. It's a... Uh, really good not a bad not as bad platform as everyone says uh, one summer uh after being 
finally done with college i was like you know what i, I will try it i'll try it for three days and uh, it really came down to being able to reach more people more readily on twitch like somebody who hangs out on youtube they might come over to twitch yep. but it's almost like somebody's pulling teeth yeah i understand if you don't like the platform maybe you're not a huge fan maybe i don't know maybe it doesn't load as really any issue whether you I don't really know for any reason you might not like twitch uh quite a bunch of people didn't and so the amount of viewers i could reach on twitch was low uh in comparison looking back uh at the time i didn't really care right uh, but at the time uh, looking back at it the, the reach was much lower uh, the growth on twitch i feel like also was a little bit harder in comparison because with youtube i started streaming on youtube everybody who watched the channel and subscribed comes yeah. over to check that's, out that's the, the beauty stream. of it not gonna be everybody but a good portion i mean they like the videos anyway they're gonna also say hello and stream maybe hang out for a bit see what i'm doing maybe stick around for the whole time maybe not uh but it's it just it made it a lot easier to reach an audience that i already had on youtube so that's what i really liked about youtube uh the platform isn't that bad you can upload emotes like immediately and they're available to everybody who is you know join the membership or yeah. sub, like equivalence to twitch subscription there so that's kind of nice but mostly no it mostly is, is, is a reach of people kind of and seeing the growth and the growth feeds back into the channel and you know it feeds back from and you get some growth from videos and it feeds back right into the channel and it's like a, it's like a loop you're constantly growing the channel whether by you doing videos or streaming on twitch you basically have like a separate thing it's a separate thing you're growing and the growth for it is different i feel like the the things you have to do and the time that it takes the patience because yes yeah, someone might subscribe to you on youtube but it's not always a necessity that i'll go check out your twitch yep um maybe if i was a channel that streamed primarily and then just you know edited some clips and some videos onto youtube that might have been different because a lot of guys like cdu for example yeah, and that's uh, that's what i was thinking See the a lot of those guys, uh, even Sfend is another good example. Like their YouTube channel isn't like massive and amazing, blown up or whatever, anything like that. Um, I guess Asmogo would be another example too, because that's really what the content has been. Take the best parts throw on YouTube, which yeah, perfectly fine. Do do your thing. But Sfend would be a better example. His YouTube channel isn't like massive, but on Twitch he's huge. huge he's taking yeah. a break right now, but uh, so you won't be able to catch him. But his vods, look at him. He, he has a really cool community. The chat just going super fast every time he's in a classic BG grinding for the rank fourteen. Like <laughs> he has an audience, and it's massive on Twitch, but not as big on YouTube. But the YouTube feeds back into Twitch and gives him popularity on Twitch. I feel like if you have mostly YouTube and you stream on Twitch on the side, I feel like that's harder to grow on Twitch if you're not spending most of your time on Twitch making content for Twitch. And then yeah. you use YouTube to get more people to Twitch kind of deal. So it just ended up working. YouTube is uh, better for me in terms of just growth and seeing more people join and more people to interact with mostly. Uh, that's, I think, was the most exciting. is just seeing new people, more people, bringing in more people, more eyeballs. And yeah, it's just... There's a bit of that satisfaction. Maybe it's like, maybe that's not something you should be chasing, but there's definitely that satisfaction of seeing more people hanging out, new people, new topics, new ideas to chit chat with, yeah. new people to pog in the chat when you do something mildly cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, sure. that's, that's, what, that's what really drove me to YouTube is just seeing more of that that way. Uh, I think if Twitch ended up doing that for me, then I probably would have stuck around on Twitch. Uh, and maybe if I were to switch to Twitch, it would happen too. I uh, just haven't had the um, drive to want to do that yet. Satisfied where I'm at right now. 
Well, it <laughs> it feels like that. Uh, we all we had our YouTube streaming days before uh, switching over to Twitch, and it felt like a little bit more comfortable. It felt like a little bit more homey and clearly with the feedback that we got a lot was like oh i'm so glad you guys are swimming on youtube it's so accessible and of course if maybe one of your main drivers is you your youtube channel being able to put the stream there is like everybody's just oh uh, another video oh a stream oh let's check that but uh, when you go to twitch from youtube then yeah there's a the the, the transition is slower people are like wait what oh uh, yeah <laughs> how many comments do we get lately with oh i've been watching your stuff for some long yeah, i never uh, knew you were streaming it's like <sighs> well the thing is um obviously it's much easier to get that that viewership on youtube if you do youtube first that's that's a hundred percent and it's easier to grow and they did improve the platform a lot i think in a couple of years if google would really want to they would just obliterate twitch if they would put because they have the resources they have the power they have the fucking bad one the servers everything they would do it man but they have improved mm -hmm. the platform quite a lot and it's it's pretty cool to see because for the longest time twitch did not have any competitor we just seen them the mixer shut down that's been a complete mess there's Facebook Gaming or Facebook.gg that's, but... <laughs> Come on, Facebook, are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, ha-ha! <laughs> um, but no, I, I mean, the, um, it's, it's interesting, as we started also streaming on YouTube, the first couple of months was like, but why don't you guys move to Twitch? Uh, it's nice that you stream on YouTube, but uh, come to Twitch. It was like, um, at some point, we did a poll, you know, on the community tab and said, okay, I want to do the streaming thing. Where do you guys want to see it? Like the majority said Twitch. So, okay, let's fuck. But you're absolutely right. It took a long time. Like, if we streamed on our first sessions on streams on YouTube, we got at the beginning, you know, <clears throat> 40, 50 views, which is, was amazing for us. We moved to Twitch, five viewers, which was me and him, and three, I don't know. So, it, it, uh. took, it took a while. And it still, it still is. But... We invested, you know, I mean, it depends on how you feel comfortable, how you want to invest your time, how to, like, plan it all out. All good in the in the long run. But I do believe YouTube gaming, the, the, the streaming things on YouTube will eventually grow pre pretty high. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly smelling something with the big ones. Like, <laughs> since Ninja, uh, you know, Mixer finished out, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking this, okay? Maybe Dr. Disrespect, maybe Ninja. I'm thinking something is happening there with YouTube, that is. Maybe, like maybe. Or, or they're going to start their own platform, and this is all just a scheme to get all the streamers off Twitch and try to you know, <laughs> make a real competitor. <laughs> shall, we, shall we put our tinfoil hats <laughs> a little bit? I mean, I mean we, could, we can. It's, it is, hmm, oh. How far would this rabbit hole go? Because then we'd have to address why would Doc get banned, and then oh, now we got a real rabbit hole oh, to dig yeah, ourselves out of. It's you know what I mean? One. It's a big one. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> now, um, whew, all right, man. So uh, I think uh, it's been so cool up until now, man. It's a really cool, cool talk. I love it. I love it. Um, all right, my man. So it it's without a doubt, at least in my view, that. You're one hell of a workaholic. I mean, you, you work a lot. Okay, you have your rhythm and whatnot. But you must have days when you... And I know Thursday is one of your days off from two years ago. You also... You, you kept that since back then. But I'm really curious. Like, how is a complete day look like when you're not streaming or playing or editing? What do you do to unwind? 
So I haven't had a an actual Thursday, which is my day off from streaming, but it's not my day off. That's usually one of my busier days when I get to take care of IRL things. So if let's say I need to change the oil in the car, that's when I do that. Cleaning the house just to make sure it's not a mess. Probably the day I do that. Uh, any issues to take care? That's probably when I try to save everything for Thursday. Um, bulk editing videos, usually Thursday. I don't really have like an actual day off, to be honest. Really? Uh, the only time I can actually have a day off, yeah, is if I um, edit videos ahead of time. Like if I have, like the recently I had, I was able to get a bunch of legendaries thing done for Shadowlands since, you know, a bunch of them came out. So I took the time to stay up until late um, to get a bunch of characters done, at least have it recorded. And then the next day I would bulk edit them uh, as many as I could at a time. So then the next day I actually didn't have anything to edit. So I would do some of my basic WoW things, but I actually get to play another game and just kind of chill for an hour or two or three. Uh, and then get to do my arenas with my arena partner and just relax for most of the day and that's yeah so i don't actually get a lot of like actual breaks or days off uh, thursday isn't actually like uh it's just a day off from streams so all right like right there now it is uh today is thursday uh but yeah when, i don't really know like looking back at it right now i'm like thinking man i might this might be actually a little bit unhealthy. Oh my god! <laughs> I was about to say maybe you. Yeah, this I'm, I'm reflecting here. Um, no, <laughs> well, that's, that's no. Uh, I was actually thinking, I was like, hey man, if you feel like you don't need a break, then that's awesome. Uh, the, the body and the mind clearly wants a break at, after a certain point, but if your workflow is in such a way that, hey, I'm working a lot, but I feel fine and it's good, and props you, man. It's it's actually really cool. Yeah, I, th I think it has to do with the dance and the rhythm that I've developed. And maybe that's what helped me cope. And then, because, like, in, in, like, sitting there for an hour, I'll end up working maybe 20, 30 minutes of it. And then 20, 30 minutes is just me relaxing, watching the stream while the video is rendering or something. So, there you go. Yeah. yeah and I, it's, and that's kind of like how it is. Some hours I'm more relaxed, some hours I'm more working, and it's just, yeah, no, I, I feel like at some point I, I should just take like a day off and just really reflect and figure out and maybe get us some kind of a hard set schedule just so I don't get overwhelmed. IRL, you know, IRL things can come up from time to time. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm actually now using this time to just reflect and like, man, maybe I should uh, plan for this before <laughs> hey, I put a... myself into more trouble at a later time. <laughs> I haven't thought about it much, honestly. Oh, we do. We do want to keep seeing Dalaran's video, and that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, so you know, man, you gotta take care of yourself. You, you know, be you be better, and you know, the the, the content is gonna get better too. <laughs> true, true, it, true. It's a uh, it's a wonderful thing. Uh, Flame, do you do you have? A, yeah, yeah. You, I, was, I think I, I, I think he I, mentioned I, something. Yeah, yeah I wanted I wanted to to, uh, to hook on something that you mentioned earlier. Uh, mm -hmm. You you said that uh, you started doing YouTube. Uh, uh, actually, you didn't say how many years ago it was, but it was some time ago after you came from Russia. So, yeah. is it safe to assume that you are originally from Russia? Mm -hmm. Yeah, originally from Russia. Yeah. No way! <laughs> did, did, we, did we get this two years ago? I don't think we got this. What, Russian? Hello? Uh, did, I not, did I not mention? No, I don't think so. Oh, maybe it did. Oh. Ah, 
How 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 did it came to pass uh, that you uh, came to the to the US and started doing YouTube? Like how was that? How does that story go? Uh, so I mean, it wasn't a plan to come to US and the. I mean, how do stories start? My mom met my stepdad. Uh, you know, she's Russian. He's from US. Uh, they chatted and you know just uh, dated or whatever. And then at some point they were like, you know, if we were to come to a US, it might be better than russia and at the time i feel like the time spent here the divide got even more worse it's just nobody in, in russia really knows this but right. if you're looking outside you know from us you're like oh wow this is getting worse and worse in russia i mean the 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 like the transaction for ruble to the dollar goes up and up and like oh my god good thing we left when we did kind of deal right. but there was a couple of things um uh, but it was mostly our mom just uh for me and my twin looking for looking to the future and just like is there is there a future in russia or maybe america might be an actual legitimate choice so then we came to america and uh yeah i've been here for uh quite a bit of time and the only time i really started we we started really doing the youtube thing is again just started with a fun machinima halo thing back in middle school slash high school and then somewhere in like junior year of high school is when I really started making the WoW videos because around then I really got into WoW and I was like, you know, watching Swifty, watching Mercator back in the day, watching Census, watching Cobrak. You get inspired by these guys and um, you try <laughs> making a couple of videos and then you make another and then you get some sort of a schedule for some sort of small video series. I used to look at the forums and just to chat about WoW forums while WoW stuff played in the background. Um, and uh, we'll try to do that at least once a week. And then you add an extra video, add an extra video, add an extra video. And you do it so regularly, you get to figure out how your schedule is in high school and then in college. And then try to make sure you don't fail your senior year while trying to also run the <laughs> channel. And then getting through that year quite easily uh, and then having to reboot the channel back up because I did take like, a, I think, a week off break, like no videos. And I was like, okay, now that I'm done with college, now that I'm in school, I'm in school I can go back and focusing. And yeah, <laughs> I, think I, mean, I think it's... A short short version of uh, how how all that came kind of came. Uh, just just a small parenthesis here, Flame. Do you know who Mercator is? I, I was about to say that that, that <laughs> name is familiar, <laughs> but I don't remember the details. So uh, I can tell you this: I know Dal started playing in Cataclysm, and I think in Cataclysm that was like when the most of the PvP content creators' popularity kind of blew up, and it was Swifty. Dal mentioned Swifty. Uh, there was Mercator's Census. Now, Census was really good rogue. Mercator was a rogue, and he had... I, I remember this is so, like, stained on my brain. You remember his intro, Dal? With the the gentleman assassin oh, yeah. thing? Like, hey, guys. The, Mercator. Or some shit like that, right? <laughs> yeah. With the accent, he was Australian or something. Pretty, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty cool. And also, let's not forget Athene, man. Because, uh, you know, they, they had the whole thing. Like, when Athene... You remember when Swifty got banned, and then Athene made his comeback through Swifty's ban? <laughs> when mm -hmm. I, I remember that was so epic when they were walking through the storm in, I don't know, Cathedral or whatever, and everyone was like, oh, man, Swifty. Oh. Okay, I just railed off a little bit. But <laughs> I wanted to ask you, Dal, like you you, mm -hmm. uh, you said, like, you guys uh, uh, came, came from Russia. Um, do you ever, I mean, since you came to the U.S., did you ever go back there, I mean, you know, for, I don't know, relatives or, I don't know, friends you had, or did you just completely wipe that that part of your life? I haven't been to Russia back 
at all. I still have a lot of relatives there. Um, they were actually thinking of going out of Russia, uh, either here or somewhere else. I think there's some family and um, I don't even remember. It's, it's been a while. Yeah. Um, it's either here or uh, either to US or somewhere else, somewhere else in the um, area, not Europe. I think it's, I don't remember. I, I, I'm not even gonna pretend like I know. Uh, <laughs> no, I haven't, haven't been back. Nope, haven't been back. Uh, so I don't really know how the laws and rules are in Russia, but I know that if we were to come back during a certain period, we basically would get thrown into the Russian military because you have to serve. Um, oh, really? Since, yeah, the citizenship thing. Yeah, that's, uh, everybody has to serve in the Russian military at some point, and it's not pretty. Uh, at least while ago, I don't know if it reformed or maybe anything changed now. So I'm not gonna, you know, pretend like I know. But I remember uh, our one of our family members actually got to get out of military service uh, due to health issues, and I remember everybody in family were really, really happy about it. Yeah. So if everybody in my family were happy about it, then the military must have been like really, really bad um, <laughs> for the time being. Um, so maybe they changed it completely, but that was one of the things that one of the reasons why we didn't go back is you literally could just get thrown in the military, or maybe I don't even know if you could. Uh, the way Russia operates, and like in terms of US, you know, after Cold War, I feel like yeah, it's it's, it's been probably maybe a little still, weird. Still a yeah, uh, I mean, cold waters. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like especially I don't want to get into politics, but especially in the recent political environment that in US we've had. I really just don't know, so I'd rather not even like step on that bear trap and see what happens. <laughs> but, I mean, is it armed? Is it smart, not? I just rather, I just rather chill. Yeah. But no, having because um, also as a kid, I remember back in Russia. It's other things like again, maybe they changed back in the day. But in Russia as a kid, me and my twin were always sickly. We always had like some kind of like a rash breakout that was like all so itchy, especially oh, during shit. summer. As soon as we came to US stopped so my mom would explain it back in the day like it's something about the ecology and the quality of air quality of water type of deal like in yeah. us versus russia it was just uh, you know having an earth kind of deal so there you go, man. I, I'm glad it worked yeah. out man oh yeah oh yeah i'm glad to be here Here you man. are a grown man doing content for wow and youtube and stuff and happy happy story to happy stories to share because it was yeah. one of the the better let's say moves you and your your family or you, you and your twin and your moms did so hey man, if it's you know if it's good in the end more power to you my man it's you know be beautiful things like this you know make you make you more humble or appreciative for for things i guess yeah perspective context so mm -hmm, to teach teaches you it teaches you some things and uh, mm -hmm. here I thought uh, <laughs> you might you might miss it or you're longing to go back or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I miss the, the family, I guess. I haven't seen them in a while. So at some points, when you haven't seen a family member in a while, it's almost like they feel almost like strangers. strangers. Yeah, like, you know they're your family, but yeah. it's like you haven't seen them in so long. It's just like there's a definitely a little bit of that disconnect like, compared to my twin or my mom who are here in the U.S. Like you can see them regularly, you know. That, that never fades, but like talking to my grandma over the phone sometimes, it's like, it's almost like, is that the same person as I remember kind of deal? Yeah. So it's still family, but sometimes it definitely can feel like strangers. So I think that would be cool to get that back, you know, be able to see them more regularly or at least visit them at some point and reconnect again on that level. Like I'll still think of them as family, but it's still just that weird feeling. I just want to find a way to erase it. 
But as for like Russian, I have so many Russians popping into the chat. I at least get to regular practice the language. <laughs> it's nice. really bad. I speak on a fifth grade level at this point, but at least I, I get that regularly here. Uh, you know, speaking a bit of Russian, reading Russian or whatever. So, yeah, there's portions of it I, I miss, but like interactions, I still get those here and there. Oh, that's sure. nice. That keeps you keeps you connected, and it's still you know still a skill to have. Sure, um, true, true. And talking that uh, talking about skills, like uh, Marcel and I are are grinding the uh, the 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 rating to get to an arena, and you got to two point five k. I know that takes a lot of time. Like, do you have time to play any other games? Although you did say that you don't have a lot of free time or you don't give yourself a lot of free time, but do you ever dabble into anything other than WoW? During the render I mean, times, Dal. During, during the render times, of course. No, no. It's <laughs> productive. Yeah. The, well, I feel like if there was another game that... Um, like, I remember... I mean, I finished Witcher while running the channel. Um, not recently. Like, a while ago. But Ooh. so there's moments when I... When there is a game on my radar, I definitely do try to make time whenever I can. Finish Witcher. I remember playing Fallout. Um, uh, I got a couple other new games that I want to play, but if wow gets me like super excited and there's stuff to do in wow i usually would just play wow because that's like it's not the, the game i do the uh, videos for so i you know better grind it a little bit longer to get more footage i really do enjoy playing wow so i yeah I, I guess right now there is a downtime of patch 8.3 right now i still have the drive you know pvping or whatever so that's kind of like my time with wow they doing the dungeons uh Mythic pluses trying to parse and raids uh beta i guess you i guess you'd call it as well playing because that is all new and fun and exciting but right now is there another game for me to play not really there's there's a couple of games that uh, i just messed with here and there that i got on steam summer sale but if uh i get the drive and like you know patch 8.3 nothing going on beta will have you know eventually updates stop happening whatever if i get the drive to like want to play someone i'll definitely try to make time but right now there's no there's no other game that i'm playing all right, fair, enough, fair, fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, hey man, you f you finished Witcher three in a time. That's that's a pretty cool game to finish while playing WoW because it's you know <laughs> more or less. That's not a skill I have. <laughs> <laughs> it's all it's, it's all good. Uh, but looking back on your YouTube journey, uh, Dal, mm -hmm. is there something you would do differently? Like something you would completely change or anything like that? I'm pretty sure there's no regrets, but you know. Um. I mean, in the end, you know, there's. I wouldn't be the same person if I didn't take the similar action or the same action. Yeah. True. But no, there's there's definitely a couple reg regrets that uh, well, I won't call them regrets, but there's things I would have done differently. I feel like the YouTube thing definitely inflated my ego. <laughs> so <laughs> if I could find a way to go back and keep that in check, uh, then I totally would do that because there's some people that. I've had a good relation with and uh, due to this inflated ego and really just trying to figure out how to navigate the YouTube thing, all these eyeballs on you all of a sudden, all that stuff. If I could find a way to, um, or at least have maybe someone guide me telling me, you know, the, what you're doing is not okay. You better, you better go make things right now. Uh, and yeah, just somebody to help me reflect, I guess, or just have a little bit more self-reflection at that time. I think that would have definitely been helpful, but as for like any of the actions, you know, switching from Twitch to YouTube type of deal for streaming, all those things, I'm glad that I took every action. Glad I'm playing Outlaw, you know, all that stuff. But <laughs> 100%. Yeah, definitely, if, if there was some moments where somebody could just like knock me off my high horse, so I could be 
a little bit less full of myself, I think that would have been really, really helpful. If that's something that would change, I'd probably do that. It is, um, it's, 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 it's sad when, when, when your life takes you on a road that, you know, strays you, uh, estranges you from certain people and uh, it happened with friends uh, as well. It usually happens with life in general. Would you say that those were like maybe one of your more impactful moments on YouTube or did you have something like really, really set you off, something that really impacted you that you can remember today or maybe inspired you to do something better or something like that? Uh, mm, that's a hard question. I actually don't know how to answer that. Is, is there something that... <laughs> that's what we're all about, Dal. <laughs> no, that is that is a hard question. Uh, I feel like I should... Someone that inspired you. I feel like there's, there's this uh, boilerplate answer that's available there for something like this. Like watching someone do something, you're like, wow, I'm going to really try the channel thing. And they go... Mm, I don't really know how to answer it. But like, even that honest. answer is uh, is is, is kind of good because but, a lot of people can get inspired, but not a lot of people can actually take that and make something of it. Like, what what would you say was the most rewarding moment since doing YouTube? There must have been some moments like, oh man, this is so cool. Like it could uh, be. Uh, okay, so the, uh, getting the uh, 100,000 subs plaque oh. that's sitting right now, <laughs> that's a really, really cool one, because this yeah, is like the yeah. first time you really get like, I mean, of course, like regularly viewers, like, dude, you're doing so good, you're doing like really good channel growth and whatever, right? It's 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 awesome, but in most cases, I'm just like, I try not to really uh, swim in the compliments for too long, right? I don't want to, you know, drown in the compliments, I just like try to stay humble say thank you i couldn't do this without you guys but then get right back to the videos and uh move on to the next thing and just kind of keep going and not really because i used to take time to reflect on every single achievement like ten thousand subscribers fifty thousand subscribers seventy thousand let's make a montage kind of deal but i was like at some point okay let's just grind let's just keep going let's just do more let's just do better and then when the plaque arrived it was like a physical oh. thing you can hold <laughs> and it's like wow Everything so cool. I did online, and I can actually hold it in my yeah. hand. Kind that, of that, the tangible reward must must feel yeah. really awesome. Yeah, no, that that was really really cool. I mean, yeah, no, that's probably would be the the one thing that I could point to. That's that's a it's a, it's a, it's a good one. Oh. And, and and swimming in the sea of compliments, you know, the, the, as you said, Dal, you know, that can can really add up to that big ego you were talking about. So it's good yeah, to definitely you know, definitely. <laughs> I mean, uh, it. I think it kind of goes hand in hand at some point, and you just, you just want to. I don't know. Keep it in check at some point, but growing and growing and growing. I think it's only human that at least some part of your ego, some part of your self confidence, some part of your ways of expressing and stuff need to be a little bit more. I don't know. Solid to people. Some people might find that intimidating, but that's fine, man. It's. You know, it's becoming something you always wanted. Maybe you set out this for yourself at some point. It's like, okay, man, here I am in, I don't know, 2018 with 60K subscribers or 70K subscribers. Man, I want to hit that 100K subscriber mark. I think it's okay to have a little bit of ego. You work for it. You you know, you, you haven't had a day off. You said it yourself <laughs> in, in, in a whole lot of time. So, no, fuck it. But not too much. Keep it in check. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, no, no, so, so. I, I, I can definitely uh, attest to that. Yeah. The, um, 
Yeah, eventually, uh, the biggest uh, re uh, reflection that I had while doing the YouTube thing is at some point, uh, is this the pretense of stop being perfect type of deal? Because I always like every time I get on camera, every time I do the stream, every time I do everything, I try to like be perfect. And it's oh, like, yes, yes. at some point I realized it's okay not to and let part of this, let the mistakes and everything just be part of the journey. Oh man, that's, such, that's a, kinda, such a good yeah, advice. It's yeah. all part. It's personal growth, personal journey. You're gonna make mistakes. It's just the, it's mistakes that everybody will see because you're putting everything online. Yeah. But it's okay. You'll just grow out of it, and you'll become a better person, and you'll just do better. And it's yeah, it's just getting getting to that point and just figuring out. Okay, I'm not a perfect person. I understand my flaws, type of deal. Uh, I, my ego can easily be blown up, type of deal, and just kind of accepting it. I think that's like the most important part that I learned out of the whole YouTube. If I had to like make it like a learning experience, but yeah, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm somebody who, like you said, sometimes it's fine to pat yourself on the back. For me, I know that I, 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 I know my mistakes. I know the issues that, uh, or the, the imperfections that I have. So for that one, I'm like, I can't really pat myself too hard. Uh, I'll leave that yeah. to somebody else to tell me a compliments or whatever. But for me, it's more like just bury my head and into the next video, into the next project, continue myself uh, going forward, trying to do something better, try to do the next best video kind of deal. Uh, and then try to stumble through trying to explain this and be like, okay, I'm not going to be able to do it perfectly. Yeah? And, I'll be, <laughs> and I'll be fine. Eventually, I'll have the words to uh, you know, put this all together. Oh, that's, but, yeah. oh, that's you did fine. You did, you did exquisite. It's it's beautiful. It's you know we we got it. I think everybody uh, has gotten it. Um, Do you think that that's what it takes to make it uh, in YouTube today? That kind of attitude mentality. Like, sure, you can accept the things that you accomplish and uh, you know be proud of your 100k plaque, but still be focused. Focus on the work. Focus on the future. Do you think that's enough? That that's what it takes to make it on YouTube today. Well, I mean, I'd say there's like a couple of things that it takes. This one is definitely going to be one of those hurdles that you will come into as you grow, as the channel grows, as you get bigger. And that's something that I think everybody's going to deal with. I as for if this is the most important thing, I feel like if you're a big channel and you're just, you know, when you gain all that fame and you want to continue growing to not have that fall off, that is the most important thing. But I think the most important thing that a lot of people don't notice is the is the 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 having fun with it having fun with the content like some people get into the youtube thing and it's all by like oh i don't have enough subscribers or i don't have enough numbers or i don't have enough like the revenue that i'm earning from it uh i don't know if I, this is really anything for me compared to somebody who's just like yo i'm having fun with this video i got the next video i got I, the fun aspect and enjoying what you do whether you have the numbers or not i think that one would be i would rate it a little bit higher is that drive to just have fun with the youtube and not take it too seriously and just follow your passions or whatever so yes there's a couple of things i that do go into it i do think that whole like self-reflection and growth is going to be a thing a hurdle for everybody to get through but sure. what i would rate higher is that the understanding that it's like not taking youtube too seriously having a lot of fun with it finding some sort of drive and passion and not making it about the numbers game i think that'll be i'd, I'd rate a little bit higher that's yeah. uh, so something something uh, we we would know all too well, and uh, it's actually yeah. really true. It the the passion has to be there, the love has to be there, and that comes with the fun as well. So, ideally, if you're gonna do something of your own volition, make it something that you enjoy, something that's fun, something that you can you can 
be represented by or find yourself in. I think that's actually really cool. Anybody who can do that props you, no matter what or how big or how small you are. Much respect for that. It's a it's a really really scary trap when you when you go into YouTube doing YouTube and you get a little bit of growth. The biggest trap is to fall into the numbers game because it can really really get you in a dark place and demotivate you and stuff. I mean, it's good to have control over it. Uh, you know, to, to at least use it, use it as a tool, but not as a motivator. I guess that would be uh, uh, when it comes to like the YouTube numbers and stuff. Oof. Well, uh, I think I heard a WhatsApp. Was that your WhatsApp? Mm, or Dal's WhatsApp? <laughs> I, I, I don't use a WhatsApp. No, uh, that wouldn't be me. Ha! Unless it's my phone pass. making weird noises. <laughs> no, no, no. It was definitely flames. <laughs> Oh man, that was so cool, man. Ah, well, well, Dal, I uh, I personally want to thank you. Um, it was uh, super cool to actually get a little behind more on what's the story, you know, behind the camera, behind the duels, behind the content. Thank you, thank you so much for for sharing all of this. Oh, it was really it's, really fun. It's basically yeah. Thanks for thanks for having me. Uh, this is actually. Uh... Actually insightful. I think I'm gonna start considering taking a, a break a lot more seriously in the future. Yeah, man, it, it, it will definitely help you out in the long run, and I think it will help out when having fun. Because uh, I think this this sort of attitude towards you know this whole content creation stuff, having tr if you're having fun with it, it it will definitely get out through the content. But in order to have more fun and be more creative and more productive, man, sometimes you just need to unplug the fuck out. That's it. Internet That's is true. tiring. So, ah, thank you like, once like, again for joining uh, our, uh, our uh, what is it? Was it fifth? Fifth it's, episode? It's, it's, I think it's the fifth episode. It's yeah, the yeah. fifth episode with, with Dal. Uh, it's been a blast. Uh, thank you, Mr. Flame. Thank you, thank everybody. You, Mr. Uh, Marcellian. And yes, if anybody... If you don't know, or if you haven't checked Dalaran out, uh, yeah. we have a couple of links uh, over uh, here uh, on the uh, screen. Somewhere you there. should definitely check him out. It's really, really entertaining. And or or just stop in five five one windows and search. You'll see me. Trust yeah. me. I don't. I don't think anybody else does that. So I, th I think. I think you're. Good. You're the only one. <laughs> I was guy. about to make a joke. Like I know there's a lot of those videos. A lot of people make those, but trust me, you'll find me up there. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think I'm literally the only one, unless like you know a stream clip here and there by Zario or somebody that did that with the viewers yeah there are a couple of, well soda popping used to do them at some point i believe back in the day yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that, it was those were really like cool that. that's what inspired a lot of this just like having but, more people not just you know top tier streamers on there no no i don't know it's it's i think this is the the 5v5 duels for the people you understand me it's like true and 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 it's consistent man that, that that's one thing i forgot to to mention about you know making content creation or streaming or whatever consistency is a bitch but it gets you places man and look this oh, yeah. is key yes so uh we can we can close it out with doubt okay have fun with it and be consistent yeah all right thanks for watching everybody thanks for listening remember you can also uh, uh listen to the audio version of this on spotify and a bunch of other platforms soon enough on itunes as well but so far uh we'll catch you guys and gals Next Monday. Next next Monday with the sixth episode. And we'll not spoil who it is. No, of course not. Uh, take care, everybody. See you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to MoCast. And if you enjoyed this episode and would like to support more content to come, you can always become a Patreon on patreon.com slash Marcellian Online. 
Remember, new episodes are out every Monday and you can also check the video version on youtube.com slash Marcillion Online.